into it. What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Monday. Welcome back, Welcome everybody. Back. We're still in our quite empty room. However, the last episode, we found a wire issue. So hopefully that situation is fixed. Jerry was a little bit lower than me. I mean, I tend to be a loud ass anyway. Oh, it was torture editing that. Yeah, I, I think Zane got me to that stage of like, I want perfection. So when it wasn't happening, uh-huh. I was, it, it was through the roof. And he came yeah. up to like say, I'm like, wait, can you please help one second? Yeah. <laughs> and then he taught me the other thing and I tried to do it the best I can. But uh-huh. yeah, when you... You know, like I try to take pride in this and it's like, ooh. Yeah. And then. This is our baby. It is. Yeah. And it just. So thank you for listening. And hopefully (laughs) my best job was good enough, you know? Well, the good thing is the last episode was about like moving day. So I was chatty Kathy. Which. And my mic was fine. Was great. Yes. Yes. I did say it though. I was like, Jerry looks too low. And Zane was like, it's fine. You always say I look so low, though. I know, so I guess but this it was time just like was... muscle memory for him to be like, rest, <laughs> right. it's fine. Right, right, right. Don't um, be drama. How do I look today? Today you're looking great. I look great. Yes, Thanks. we're at the same level. Wow. Looking gorgeous. I love it. Okay, great. Um, welcome back, everyone. Let's start with our gratefuls. Go ahead. Shoot. Mine is my ring cameras. Oh. Tell me they're not like amazing. I feel like it's bougie bitch status, but like it's not that bougie bitch, but it feels bougie bitch. I I agree. Like how cool that you can like look back at the time and all the days you could save the videos. Like it's just cool. It is. I agree. And I, I feel was, so safe. Safe, right? Oh. That's what it is. It just makes you feel like. Yeah. Yeah, because okay, we just we had actually had a day where like our Wi-Fi went down because the sellers turned theirs off and then we had to have Verizon come out and fix ours up. And I was like, I don't like this. Like, I don't like not being able to see what's going on or like hear when somebody comes up by the door, you know. Mm -hmm. And we just went away for a uh, a night for my mom's birthday in Atlantic City. And I was checking like every five minutes. (laughs) We were both like, me and Sarah were like, motion air driveway, motion air driveway. Who's at the front door? (laughs) Some guy came and just like put like a, a, like a pamphlet flyer. flyer. Yeah. Yeah. In the mailbox. We're like, who's that? I'm like, maybe he had a lanyard around his neck. He's probably just trying to promote like a security, which it was like a security system. That's so funny. Yeah. So I I love the ring cameras. We have the floodlight and the doorbell. It's great. Yeah. And now Zane wants like all the floodlights to be cameras too. I'm like Fort Knox over here. It's so, it's definitely, it it gives you definitely a peace of mind. And it's like, um, floodlights in general, like motion ones, like yeah. tend to scare off and advert stuff. But it's like yeah. just to know that it's being recorded. You could always go back up. You can always, you know, it's just mm-hmm. so nice. And Alyssa scared the shit out of me because she's like, "Did you check the ring?" <gasps> oh yeah, when we were in, Atlanta, do you have panicking? Do you have your two orange cats? And I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Why? 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 And she's like, "Cause one got hit by a car." It said that it was in but, the street with a broken leg and blood coming from the mouth. Dude, I don't understand because I didn't, you get, didn't it. get it. I don't know. And it's weird because we live close enough that you think would we'd be, be in the same circle. Yeah. But thank God my kitties were okay. Thanks Ugh. for the heads up because I didn't get the notification. Yeah. But um, I just saw that and I panicked. Because I was like, imagine fat cat. Oh, I love her. <laughs> so sad. Oh, man. Okay, well. Um, what are you grateful for? I am grateful for my pups. Oh, cute. Yeah, they've become um, my little walking buddies the last few days. Fun. And 
I've got to a point with walking that I think my fastest was like 1950. That's amazing. Right? Yeah. You were at like what, 25 in the beginning? After surgery? Yeah, like 26. Yeah. Before surgery, I was like 40, 45, just to do a mile, guys. But now I can do two miles in the same time it took me to do one mile. That's amazing. But the thing is, is my dogs have to, RJ, has to stop and smell every blade of grass, Uh, every tree, every bush, every everything. So I wasn't hooked on the idea of bringing them. Yeah. But they really do bring me joy when I'm with them. Because just seeing them sniffing and excited and being, you know... I felt like it's also safer for you too to be walking with dogs than alone. But they they're misbehaving. I don't want to say they're misbehaving. It's been a long time since they've been on walks. Mm -hmm. And thankfully I go very early in the morning, so there's very few dogs there. Yeah. But um I can't um let them get out of control. You know, Mm -hmm. they're big dogs, you know. So right now they're doing well. I mean, the most that they'll do is be like, Yeah, I wanna go pee on that tree. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just walk them over to that tree. But um they they need a if I get into the habit of doing it every day, they'll be back to where they were before, which was great, yeah. you know? You're so. saying, like, if another dog walks by, they'll yeah. be, like, a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They try to protect... I think they both think they're protecting me, you. but then, like, one starts and then the other one starts. And it's like, guys, really? Yeah. I mean, they listen to me, but it's still, like, just... Um, yeah. Don't, don't settle down. Right, right. Play nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's just like, holy shit, other dogs, let me get excited, you know? Right. And it's like, now's not the time. <laughs> right, right, right. So I'm, I'm trying to retrain them, Yeah, you know? And yeah. it's going well. Yeah. Like I said, there's very few dogs that are early in the morning, so I'm good so far. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Very cute. So I, I my um, so I guess let's recap since we last recorded. Um, we painted. Kitchen looks amaze balls. Thank you so much. It I honestly, let me tell you something, guys. Number one, I will never paint a kitchen ever again. <laughs> I will paint four walls, fine. Going around a door frame, going around a window, fine. This kitchen, it's not a lot of wall. It's just a lot of like intricate like edging and between the windows and around the lights and there we have like like is it called like a header like where the lights are it's like a bump out mm-hmm. where the lights are they're not like in the ceiling right 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 you know what I'm trying yeah, to say yeah so like we had to like bulkhead paint that bulkheads yeah okay I think yeah <laughs> yeah I don't know and it's so it was just very intricate and what we did was a we went for the more expensive paint we went with Sherman Williams so that we didn't have to do a million coats and it would make our life easier we primed all the walls and we still had to do I think we did three coats of white. I know. I was not happy about it, but whatever. We went with Sherman Williams because we were going to get the Lowe's brand, Valspar it is, and Sherman Williams was having like a rebate sale. So we were like, oh, let's just get the better paint. It's a few dollars more. That way, you know, we won't want to kill, we won't have to kill ourselves. Yeah. No. So it took many, many coats. And luckily, my cousin Natalie and her boyfriend Tor are quite literally angels on this earth because she's like an artiste like she can actually make like art like pictures and stuff Mm -hmm. so she's like oh i love edging i'm like glad you do and she was like texting me like you ready to paint today so like just like so grateful for them because i would have been here for another like five days if i tried to do it by myself Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they were like good so good with like doing the tape like i'm not good at like crafty intricate shit like that like Mm -hmm. give me a roller i'll do the walls fine right but like 
being patient and like intricate details, I just don't have the patience. It would be everywhere, which leads me to my dad, you're asking. So we painted the kitchen. We also painted Zane's um, office area downstairs black, which is a whole nother awful fiasco. We also got Sherman Williams. I don't think that they were the issue for downstairs. I think something was wrong with the wall, but we did three no, Zane ended up doing four coats on one of the walls in black. And it was still looking like patchy. We brought it back to the store. I was like, something's wrong with this paint. Because four coats of black should not be looking patchy. And you were going over a light color. We were going, going over, over a light green. green. Yeah. It was so bizarre. And so we brought it back and they were very nice. We literally had like maybe a quarter of the can left. They gave us our money back and we got Valspar instead. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Valspar. Yeah, I think it's Valspar. Um, and the guy was like, my dad was like, go back tell them something's wrong with paint and get flat because we were doing uh, satin. He's like, just do flat over it. And the guy at Lowe's was like, you can't put flat over satin. It's not going to stick. I'm like, what the fuck? It's paint. What do you mean it's not going to stick? But I was like, okay. We're getting advice from everybody else in all different areas. My cousin's like, don't prime. And the guy at Lowe's is like, prime. My dad's like, fuck them. Don't listen to them. Get flat. I'm like, oh my God, Zane. Like, I don't know. Me and Zane were getting frustrated because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. So we ended up getting a primer and a new black and it looks a lot better. It's still not perfect, but I think it's the lighting in the walls down there. So it was just very frustrating. But anyways, um, I'm just sloppy, point being. And so my dad (laughs) was getting mad at me and my dad never gets sassy with me, like ever. So I was telling him, like, you're getting sassy with me. But he's like, Alyssa, you're being so, look at this. You're getting paints everywhere. He was getting so mad at me because I would like drip it on the floor. And I'm like, I'll scrape it up later. Like, it's fine. He's like, why aren't you moving the tarps with you? I gave you so many tarps. Where are they? He was getting so mad at me. So like jokingly, like I'm not actually like angry, but like getting sassy. He's like, Alyssa, you're being so messy. Like he's very meticulous about the things that he does. And I'm just not. He's like, you need to care more. (laughs) So, um. Zane distracted me. (laughs) So long story short, I sent him the before and after because we ended up finishing it yesterday. And he zooms in to the floor on the little sections that I had dropped some white paint. And he circled them. He was like, what is this? Oh. And then he sent me gifs. It was like somebody like throwing paint around the room. And then he sent me another drift. I don't know how he did this. He has some like silly apps, I guess. And then he sends me another drift of somebody painting really like nicely. And he goes, don't worry, we caught it, Alyssa. And he put it on top of the GIF. <laughs> I'm showing her. You're dead. And then at first, at first he sent me this one, that that was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's he was, so sweet, though. I think it, like, makes him, like, it gives him, like, OCD, like, anxiety. Like, he's like, oh, my God, she's being so messy, like, da-da-da. He would, like, take the brush from me. Yeah, it was quite funny. But regardless... I don't know how we got there, but the kitchen ended up looking great. It all came together yesterday when we peeled off the blue tape and we, you know, got all the tarps off the floor. It came together. I was I was a little worried at first because it was hard. It was not easy. The white was very difficult. It took many coats. And I was like, oh, my God, it looks like a light gray. And it still almost has that slight hue to it. But it's as white as it's going to get because the under color was so dark. Mm-hmm. And I have dark countertops and whatever, you know, so it's kind of just... It definitely opened that space. Hundred percent, so much nicer in there. It I was mean, it like, wasn't it wasn't a bad color, no. but it was dark. It was just a know? very very dark gray. Yeah, like super dark gray. And this just opened up the space. It made it look more cohesive. It made it look like more inviting. Are you doing a laundry room next? 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So what I think I decided is just the back wall. Because there's so much shelving and like the units and stuff, and the kitchen made me want to commit murder. So, and you're gonna fill in. I mean, you're gonna fill up that space anyway. Those it's shelves fine are to gonna have get full. One so wall. I, that one wall. Yeah. Okay. Right. And that door and the in. Yeah, just yeah. the one back wall. I agree. Because like, again, it's not an awful color. Right. If it was like a, I don't know, like a bright purple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then I'd paint it. Right, right. But it's just a neutral dark gray. It's fine. Yeah. So I'll just paint that one wall to brighten it up a little bit. And I have the five gallon white. So if I decide one day I'm feeling frisky and I want to take down the shelves and paint it all, then I will. Gotcha. But like for right now, my head can't because I still want to paint this room. It's a baby blue. And the closet room, I want to start getting the stuff from Ikea. Thank you, Benji. <laughs> did he close the basement door? I sure did. Babe! You close Benji out. He's having FOMO. No, <laughs> so mean. He loves it in the basement. That's Benji's favorite spot. Yeah. Yeah, he loves it down there. I don't know why. If I open the garage to go get something, into the garage. I'm, and then I'm chasing him last night. I'm like, you little shit. <laughs> Anyways, so what was my point? Your point is you have a big five-gallon thing, and if you feel frisky, you'll paint it. And- oh, I still want to paint the closet room so I can start going to Ikea and getting the stuff to put in there because I want white shelving, so I want a white base. Mm. Closet room is four walls. I will do that no problem. I'll prime it. I'll paint it. Fine. This room, prime, paint, easy. Don't ever tell me to do the kitchen ever again. I'll pay so much money for somebody to do that. <laughs> it was awful. I can't believe we made it out alive. But yeah, so I'm just taking it by priority. Like closet room is my next priority. I'm going to paint that. This is my next priority. Um, If you ever buy paints again, I'm going to recommend you a paint because that sounds horrible what you guys went through. I don't know And I I get paint at Home Depot and it's paint and primer on one and it goes like one coat. It's literally like a one coat. I don't know what happened. Kind of one and done kind of thing. Maybe you would have to touch a little spot or so. But it's, it's, I am so grateful I found that paint, so. I thought we were getting the better one going with Sherwin-Williams. But I'm like, is it my walls? Like, am I doing something wrong? Like, we primed in the kitchen. We primed the dark gray, and we still did three coats. That's ridiculous. Of white. Downstairs needed black, multiple coats. That's so crazy to me. Black? Like, that should have covered... One coat, maybe a little more. I know. Like, maybe, like, one, like, just because the green was popping through a little bit on the first coat. And then we did a second one. And, and then I don't know what happened with the wall. I'll show you after. I don't know what happened with it. It was very frustrating. But regardless, we got the paint done. We have the five gallon. There's nothing we can do now. I'm just going to use it. 
Right. I mean, I could always go to Lowe's and they have good customer service. They would take it back. But it's but, like, yeah. it's, we're already here. What are we going to do? Um, hopefully then, it just doesn't get like easily nicked and stuff. Hopefully it lasts like that way, like right, good right, quality. Right. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass to put it on, but hopefully it'll like last longer. Yeah. 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 But anyways, so the reason we were annoyed that we had to do more paint on the downstairs basement because it was on a Sunday and we finally, it was like really nice weather before it starts to get chilly and we wanted to jump in the pool. So we did it. It was so, so fun. It was so cute. The reel that I put yes. up. Yeah. I was like, oh, they finally got to go in. Yeah. <laughs> I know because I wanted to do it the day we moved in and we were all just so exhausted. exhausted. And it wasn't even that warm, you know, yeah. like it was like a nice chill in here that night, yeah. you know, but, but I was oh. like, we're doing it today. We threw on our bathing suits and we didn't even feel it. We just jumped in and it was like such a core memory. Like, I love that we have that memory now. Yeah. I was like, I, I just washed my hair. I put on makeup. I don't care. It's like, I don't give a shit. I, I don't just give a fuck. need to jump in the pool. Yeah, we jumped in. It was freezing, <laughs> but it was hot out. So it was nice. It worked out really well. And we both just sat there. We had a cocktail and we just enjoyed it before we painted. Memories. Like, yeah. Like forever. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like you're, you're. This is like a whole, not even a chapter. This is like a whole ass book now. Like, yeah, just to fill the pages every day with like the good, the bad, the ugly, right? Like the pain yeah. in the ass painting of the yeah. four coats. And it's like, but yet the pool and the cat's reactions. It's like all these things are just going to be forever etched in your memory now. 100%. You know? ah, yeah. So sweet. It I was can't. fun. I can't. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, that's really it. I just went to Atlantic City. We went for one night. My parents went for like three nights. My sister and Chris are here. What? I guess I'm not a millionaire. What happened? I I sold Zane money. Ask him to play me some oh, numbers. Oh yeah, we did it yesterday. <sighs> it would didn't Damn work it. out. Also, another issue is you said 43, and there's no you can't really play any game for 43. So we actually did three and four, and then we also did 34. There's not really a game that goes up to I 43. No, roulette. There could be roulette goes up to 30 something. Oh. Uh, yeah. There could be a game that we just don't know how to play. Oh, uh, no. No, roulette was. Yeah, was just roulette like, just goes up to 30 something. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn it. I know. 20 bucks goes quick there. I know. Well, so what happened was um, first of all, Atlantic City is just not what it used to be. It's very run down now. Going off the boardwalk, especially, it's just like spooky town. Um, but we made the best of it. It's not my favorite place to go, <laughs> but my parents love it. I think they love that. They have the hotel there. They go downstairs. My dad likes to gamble. My mom just likes to have a beverage, walk the boardwalk. It's just like their shit. Mm-hmm. Like they love going there. Um, but Zane and I, we ended up being up twenty dollars. I was like, I'll take that. That's beautiful. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, we can get. Lunch or dinner this week. <laughs> Maybe just today we're going to go to Ikea and get a few things. We could grab some lunch. <laughs> um, it's been like we haven't gotten in our groove yet to like get groceries and stuff. So we've been like scavenging. Like last night I made like peas. I mean, a uh, pasta with peas and butter and some just seasonings and some Parmesan. Here. Yeah, it's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we were both hungry. I'm like, I'm boiling up some pasta. That's it. That's yeah. Um, but yeah, we had fun in Lake City. My... Uncle, like, we didn't pay for one drink. He was just, like, hooking us up. He's a big gambler. We were like, okay, good, fine. Sounds good. Uh, We went to P.F. Chang's for dinner. It was delicious. It was nice to see my sister and Chris. She just got engaged, so congrats to her. Um, They also just moved into a house in Texas, too. So, yeah, it was nice to, like, see them and celebrate and stuff. Is she still here? 
Yeah, yeah. She's going to be here on Friday. Okay, good. Yeah. Because I didn't get to see her last time and I was hoping yeah. I would get to see her this time. Yeah, yeah. Friday we are having, my mom just turned 60. It was her birthday. So we're having like a little bash here at the house with a few of our, few of her favorite people. Um, some of her friends, family. Jerry's going to make a cake. I'm so excited. So am I. So good at baking. So, not listen, a skill I, that I, I, have. I have big dreams. You have it in I, your head, the vision? Yes, and I hope I can pull it off. What is it? Because you know me, I get like... Are you going to do the wine glass? That's when I get really angry. I get angry when I fuck up something that you in my mind seems like so easy. And then when I can't accomplish it, I, I'm like, I'm my own worst critic. You're I a little mean, bit of a perfectionist like Zane. When it comes to certain things, yeah. right? So if I'm making a cake for your mother's 60th birthday, I want it to be perfect. So in mm-hmm. my net, my head, I have it all mapped out what I yes. want to do. And I'm like, it better come out like I'm thinking it's going to come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. I'm sure so it will. Shall- we shall see. You're you good know? at that shit. If anything, listen, I'll stop at a bakery on the way. There you go. <laughs> Pretend I did it. Exactly. There's <laughs> always a bakery. To go just plain and simple. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, Liz? I think this is better. Yeah, this is better. <laughs> I mean, it'll definitely taste good. What it looks like, I don't know. But Who gives a I'm, shit? We're gonna try. Yeah, gonna no, try. she'll love it regardless. Either way. Um, so we have everyone doing like a bring your own. So Jerry's gonna make the cake. My mom requested pasta carbonara, so I'm gonna make pasta carbonara, some garlic bread. Um, her, one of her really good friends, Laura is going to come. She's like, her parents were like fresh off the boat Italian. So she's going to make some chicken Parmesan. Probably going to be so good. Um, my grandma is making, oh, these are all things that my mom requested. She's like, grandma makes a really good potato salad. I was like, okay. I called my grandma. She's like, okay. I, I called her yesterday. I was like, I'm having everybody bring a dish. Like, do you think you could bring something? My mom suggested, but what do you mean a fish? <laughs> I said, no, Grandma, a dish. Oh, a dish. I was like, my mom said she likes your potatoes. I was like, yeah, 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 I could do that. Aww. Aww. She's going to bring that. Um, and then my Aunt Kim is known for her chili dip. So she's going to bring that with some chips. And everybody, that's a hit. Everyone loves that. So Aww. that's what everyone's going to bring. It'll be like a little smorgasbord. That's the way it should always be. Oh, it's, it makes it less work. I'm all, I was like stressed. Yeah. And yeah. And it's great because everybody brings and comes together and it turns out yeah. perfect. And my sister will be here. She'll help me prep and cook. She loves that shit. Beautiful. She'll like set out plates and stuff. I'm not going to go too crazy, but yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It'll be nice. I'm excited. Yay. First little gathering. Like chairs, seats, tables, like all that. Okay. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I don't think we have to sit down and have like a formal Yeah, just make dinner. a plate, walk around, eat, yeah, talk, exactly. bullshit, and stand in the corner. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was thinking like a buffet style and like oh. even probably hanging out outside. Okay. It'll be like a little crisp in the air. We have all those Very chairs nice. out there now. So Very nice. Wherever. We can hang out wherever. Or my mom suggested, she's like, why don't you set up tables in the basement in that big open area? We could like sit down there. So maybe, maybe I'll take you up on the tables. We'll okay. see. Yeah. I don't know. I you haven't decided yet. Yeah. Let me know. Because I definitely don't have enough space inside at the dining table for us to like all sit, you know? And then also red sauce on my white couch. <sighs> Sounds horrible. Yeah, scared. I'm scared. Scotch card. Did you find I did. it? Oh, I did you found it and you did it. I bought it. Oh, okay. Because I was sick of looking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you didn't find it as soon as you bought it? Because <laughs> that's usually what happens, right? <laughs> I knew I packed it somewhere, but the thing is, I needed a whole can for that couch. Like, and I know that I had used the one that I packed. So I was like, I'll just buy it anyway. And you're supposed to do it like after I wash the covers, you're supposed to redo it anyway. So I'm like, it doesn't hurt to have more Scotchgard. Gotcha. So yeah, I used a whole can. I did like front and back. So hopefully it works. 
I don't know if it would work for red sauce, though. That I would have to wash it. Let's not even try Let's it not out. try. Okay. I think we'll sit outside and eat. Yeah, sounds yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I definitely have eight chairs outside. So if we want to bring some extra chairs out, that's fine. Okay. Wait, listen, we just moved in. I'm, not, I'm like, everybody find your way. Also, maybe take some sheets, cover your couch, just in case. Yeah, maybe I'll throw some blankets on there. Like a little blanket or something. Yeah. yeah. If people yeah. want to sit on there. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but I don't want to be like that. <laughs> I know I'm nervous, but I don't want to be like that, you know? Like, don't sit on my couch. Like, I want everybody to live, like, live your life. Not with red sauce. Not with red sauce. You can eat the carbonara on the couch. I'll accept that. Don't just don't squish a pea on there. (laughs) So, yeah, that's the plan for this week. Yay. And tomorrow night, Zane and I are going to Soho. My manager is here. I signed with a new agency a couple months ago. And I haven't met her in person yet. So Aww. me and her uh, are going to go on a little double date with Zane and her husband. I said that wrong. You did, but that's okay. Fine. We got you. Me and Zane are going to go on a double date with her husband. <laughs> and I'm excited to meet her in person. I think it is going to rain tomorrow, unfortunately. But it's My fine. back is saying yes. Right. It is. I told Lilia yeah. this morning. I'm like, it's going to rain. She's like, yeah. are you sure? And I'm like, I feel it. My yeah. back never lies. Yeah. But So unfortunately, traveling to the city in the rain is not fun. But we'll just get on the train, get on a subway. What? Benji's got the Zoom. <laughs> he is loving this house. He is. He's having the fucking time. He's jumping right in the now. windows. He's, like he's everywhere. Playing. I think he's playing with the little blue ball. He's running back and forth. Or he's playing with something. I don't know what it is, you guys. We got this ball. Like, when we first got them, they're like first set of toys. It's a little blue, like, cotton ball, literally. And it's, it's their favorite thing. That's so funny. And once in a while, I'll get, like, stuck under the couch, and I won't realize it for a few months. And then when I bring it out, it's like, oh, my God, my it's ball like Christmas, a new toy. <laughs> I don't know why. She's so cute. I know Bailey's sitting right next to us, just hanging out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cute. I think Bella has a little cold. Oh, yeah. Her eyes are teary, and she was sneezing this morning. Seasonal like, allergies. Aww. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, mamas. I was like cuddling her in bed. I'm like, are you cold, my poor bed? <laughs> Benji. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> I need to have that guy come to the house and cut their nails. <laughs> I need to do that. Yeah. Okay, well, that's all my updates. Oh, Jerry cut her bangs again, guys. Oh, I feel like a whole new woman. Tell me about it. I do. I just, I got fed up. I was really feeling, listen, I've really been suffering, but we all know that, right? But it's been hard. Like, even like you guys leaving, like, I'm proud, like, it's great. I'm so happy for you guys, but it's like... Whoa, my life is like changing. There's so much going on right now. There's so much change that's going to be happening. Yeah. And it's completely overwhelming. Yeah. You know, I'm still dealing with um, my back, with like court cases, with uh, where am I going to be next year? Like there's so a many. A lot of unknown. But a lot of big issues. It's not yeah. like. A little thing. Like, I always worry over the little things. But mm-hmm. these are grand, big things that mm-hmm. I am I have pressure on now. And I really, at times, feel like I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like... Anxious. Yeah. So I've been trying to... Boost yourself up in any way. Keep myself busy. Yeah. And I was like, all right, bitch, dye your hair. Mm-hmm. So I dyed my hair. And then I washed the dye out of my hair. And I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> And I just cut back to having bangs. And oh I god. literally feel like Ali was like, oh my god, mom. Amani was like, holy shit, you look beautiful. And it was like, 
crazy because I felt like everybody like was like, grow out your bangs, grow out your bangs, you know? And it was, it just wasn't me. Like oh, I, tried. I was always on the bang train. It, it was just, it wasn't me, yeah. you know? And I tried and I wanted to like them and love them. And it's yeah. just not me. No, Jerry has like, bangs. And then like Aaliyah told me this morning, this morning on the way to school, she's like, Ma, she goes, you just look so much thinner with bangs. You and do. then I walk in the house and Zane's like, Ma, you look so much younger with bangs. And it's like, as oh. soon as I opened the door, I was like, your bangs. <laughs> She's back. Like them. She's back. You're back. The OG is, this is like nostalgic. Yeah, I, I, I've missed them. And yeah. they're back. And, you know, that they, they're not cooperating because for the last, what, three plus years, they've been, you know. Tamed the other you way. You know, the other way with going back. So now, and then this one goes this way and I get angry and uh-huh. I'm putting product <laughs> in my hair to try to make it behave. Uh-huh. But it's just, it'll take time. Are they tickling your face? Or are you used to them again? I'm used to them again. Yeah. I mean, when these littler, pe- when the longer pieces here come that way, then it's like, get yeah. out of my face. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm loving them. Good. I'm feeling Jerry again. Yeah. yeah I love... So. People with bangs. I think people with bangs are so cool. Because, like, I would love to do bangs. But I know damn well I will not be styling them every day. Like, props to people that have bangs. Because there are a lot of fucking upkeep and work. And, like, like you said, like, if they're not sitting the right way, like, they're annoying. Yeah. And they, or they, like, look weird if you, like, blow dry them the wrong way. Or, like, if they get a little long in your face and you have to keep cutting them. Like, you have to keep them styled all the time. Right. And that sounds like so much stress to me. I had bangs when I was younger. But like my mom cut and they started here. (laughs) But I think people with bangs are so cool. I think they look cool. I think they're so in right now. Like they're so popular. And I just think they're really cool. But I don't think that I could ever like, I think I would love them for the first week. And then I'd be like, fuck, I don't want to even do them anymore. Hmm. And then they take forever to grow grow out. out. Yeah, it took a long time. Mm -hmm. But I would love to cover my forehead. (laughs) That sounds like amazing. (laughs) I hate my forehead. That's what I been missing mm-hmm. i felt exposed yeah you know so i do i feel i feel it's just so stylish safe. it's so cool oh, oh my god they're so different i just feel i feel safe yes so i think that's how i would feel too like oh my forehead is covered it's nice like, same thing with my hair my hair is 99.99 percent of the time in a ponytail mm-hmm. and like i have people why don't you just cut your hair if it's always up and it's like no it's my security yeah you because want, it, I want down. it down it's it's my security. Yeah, you know, I feel like, the same way with my extensions. Yeah. I feel naked without my extensions. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I know the little things that make you right? feel like, huh, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Back so. to me. Wow, I love it. Yeah, bitches back. Bitches, b- bitches back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you for listening to our updates. We are gonna do some advice emails. Sounds fantabulous. All right, you want me to go for it? whichever all right i'll go for it okay all right we have an advice asap sister-in-law is pregnant hello wonderful ladies i'm just gonna jump straight into this as i desperately need your advice i'm almost 27 my boyfriend is 29 and we'll call him jay together we have four kids my two daughters are seven and three his son is 10 and a son that we have together who is six months old along with our four kids we also have my boyfriend's 14 year old half-sister living with us We'll call her Kay. We were awarded guardianship of Kay right after I had our son. She had gotten into a physical altercation with their mom and she called us. We took Kay in with open arms, no question asked. 
Her father signed away his rights to Kay along with her two brothers when she was born, and this was not the first fight that Kay and her mom had gotten into. Over the summer, we were allowed for her we allowed for her to spend weekends at her friend's house as we live about an hour away from where she was living. I told her I trusted her to make smart decisions and talk to me about things going on. She came to me about an older boy, and we'll call him R, who she was interested in. I decided that it was time to have the talk with her about sex. I told her I wasn't going to tell her not to do it, but to be smart about it and to talk to me if she had questions. About two weeks ago, Kay came to me panicked because her period was late. She told me that they had sex a few times, but they've always used protection. And when he was afraid something had gotten in, they got plan B. They didn't have sex after that. I bought her a pregnancy test, which was positive. I immediately made an appointment for her where we found out she was about eight weeks pregnant. We drove the hour after that appointment to this boy's house and she told him. It took about a week of them talking together to decide what they wanted to do. She came to me and asked if we can go if we could go so they could discuss it with me. I took them to lunch and we talked all about it. The good, the bad, and the ugly of being a parent and being a parent so young. I asked them if they wanted me to talk to Jay or if they wanted to do it as I didn't want to say something until Kay told me to. R made it clear that he wanted to be the one to tell Jay as sort of a man-to-man conversation. I told him I would also be there to keep things straight as this is his baby sister and the baby of the family. So here's where I need advice. How do I go forward? Do we let him move in with us to be with her and the baby? How much should we help them? I have a deep connection with Kay and this situation as I too got pregnant at 14. I unfortunately miscarried that baby, but looking back, I don't know how I would have taken care of a baby when I was one myself. Oh my goodness. I would love to hear your take on this. Fourteen. It's her. Her boyfriend's fourteen and a half, fourteen-year-old half sister. So it's her sister-in-law. It's fourteen. Yeah. It's like if Aaliyah got pregnant. Aaliyah's 17. No, I know, but I'm oh, saying right. like the oh. relationship. <laughs> to you, to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the like, relationship. Wait, no, 17. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. This is, um, this is quite a pickle. Um, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, so here's my thing. You don't want her to do it on her own. You've been in her shoes. They're deciding that they're going to be parents and do, um, you know, move forward. And I think by him being there, 
might be beneficial for the whole way around, I definitely think you would need to start off with some major roles. Like they, you know, school, you know, if they're both, I don't know how old Kay is, but like finish education, get a job. Like it's time to grow up there. They, they played grown up. <laughs> they made, they, they made a baby. They have to act not like a baby now and they need to, um, sort of like man up, you know, but I think a lot has to come from you and your, your man. And I think you guys have to lay down the law and yeah, you can help them out and let him stay and move them in and everything. And that, that seems to me like that's going to make your heart content. And I know if I, if my teenage daughter got pregnant, I would want to help her also. Um, but there would be laws, like there would be rules. You're not going to sleep all day. You're not going to do any, you know, you're going to get a job. And I don't, I understand that you might be tired if you're going, if you're going to school, well, the boyfriend, yeah, there's jobs that hire at 14. Is there? Yeah. But my thing is like this, it's like, you're old enough, you know, if, if you, if she thought she was own enough, old enough and grown enough to do this, she has to now not be a teenager, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, she has to now end the boyfriend. And that's why I'm saying there's rules. You want to stay here, stay here, but you need to finish school. You need to get a job. You need to be a responsible parent now, you know? And that's it. Set them up for success. Yeah. Like not just let them be like bums on a, you know, like, oh, like sleeping and doing nothing. Like, Like help them reach the the highest potential that they can, mm-hmm. you know, I hate words because I have so I mean, much that I want to say and I feel like I can never express what I'm trying to say. At the end of the day, this is almost like her daughter. They have full custodianship of her. Which breaks my heart. I know. When parents just write, oh. Yeah. Yeesh. So like, this is basically like her child. So like, think of this it in an like Aaliyah, a grandchild. Like in an Aaliyah situation. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. I mean, I would want to give all the yeah. love and support, but at the same time, you, you know, what is that expression? You made your bed, now you're lying in it mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, she yeah. has to be mom going forward. But that man, the boy, the father also needs to step up. And I appreciate that he was like, I want to speak to, you know, her man. Yeah. Like, man-to-man conversation like i appreciate that he wants to do that that's showing that he's taken his you know on his responsibility but at you and your man i think need to just lay ground rules like whatever you guys i mean it's obviously up to you and what i say or what Alyssa says might not be you know feasible mm-hmm. but i'm just saying in my opinion like they need to be hands-on they need to get a job contribute like get an education, like do all these things. And you could do like um, GEDs, like get your GEDs if you can't, if she can't go back to school, this way she can take care of. There's so many opportunities, but I think letting them stay together is the best way because if you push him away or like don't let them live together because it's what, an hour away, Mm -hmm. you know, like that might, she might resent you. It might break that relationship. You, She might feel like maybe she'll get away. Maybe she'll go live over there and then mm. go down a bad path. Yeah. You know? I don't know. My, I worry one. financially also. 
I'm like, what? Who is paying for her doctor visits? Is she under your insurance? You already have four children of your own. Who's paying for diapers? She's 14. Who's paying for baby clothes? Who's paying for all the bottles? If she's going to do formula, like. That's what I'm saying. They have to you get are going to be taking on almost another child. That to me would be my concern. I would be like, I don't want to financially struggle because you already have so much on your plate and then taking him in, like I completely agree with everything Jerry said. Like he needs to make money too. Mm-hmm. He needs to get a job with whatever he can get at 14 years old. And I don't know what state that you live in, but whatever he can get, um, because that is going to be a very, very, very big financial burden on you, mm-hmm. especially with four children. And she's living with you and he's going to be living with you and a newborn. <gasps> Oh my yeah. god, babies are so expensive. <laughs> so like, yeah, I agree with I ditto on everything Jerry said. Yeah, it's scary. Keep them in check. Because having kids young is a very, very difficult thing. So I think that you keeping them on a good path will like make their journey a lot easier. Yeah. Because it can work out. Oh, absolutely. And it can they can thrive. But, yeah. They can do extremely well. Yeah. But I think especially at such a young age, I mean, think back to when you were 14, you thought you fucking ruled the world, right? Didn't we all? And it's like, shit, you knew nothing. I can't even fathom having a child at 14 years old. But it's like people make it work, you know? And and it can. can. My opinion is you don't turn your back, you know? And my opinion also is making them both get jobs yeah you know i agree it's yeah because the financial is gonna be a lot and if she can't finish school go for a ged do Mm -hmm. something of that sort this way and she could do something like um something that would allow her like some sort of work from home online yeah so she could also take care of her baby yeah best of luck give you give support and um, give it where you can and hope all goes well yes and make them work that's our consensus. Yeah. All righty. Hey, ladies. This is my first time writing in, but I feel like this is something major in my life and I need advice on. I'm going to try my best not to make this long, but it's low-key a long story. <laughs> it's the littlest email, by the way. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so July 14th, 2021, I had my first car crash ever. I was 17 and an 18-wheeler hit me and I ended up with a TBI, a traumatic brain injury. And my boyfriend of two years was with me most of the time I was in the hospital. And I understand that no one will understand me truly because they aren't in my shoes. But I feel like they would at least be understanding because it's obviously not my fault that I had this happen to me and I didn't choose this life. This life chose me. But I just feel like I'm not only in my relationship. I'm not only in my relationship, but all my friendships in general have changed. And I'm very stuck in life at the moment. My brain is just all over the place, literally. And I'm grateful to still be here because I totally understand that I don't have the worst of it. Because I've come pretty far from where I was, especially compared to other people with the same injury. Thank you for getting to this email. If you did, I love you both. I feel so sorry for you. I mean, I, there's no real advice. I mean, having a traumatic brain injury changes 
who you are or could change. I know it did to my brother. My brother had a traumatic brain injury and he just became a completely different person. Mm -hmm. And all of his relationships suffered also. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, and I'm not saying like you change for a bad way. It could just be that it's it's just changed. Yeah, Yeah, you you could have changed and do things differently and people in your life are just not, I agree. I mean, they should understand the people that are in your life should understand what you've went through. You didn't choose this life. It wasn't like you did this on purpose. Mm -hmm. They should be more understanding. Mm -hmm. And I sympathize with you. Mm -hmm. I have empathy for you because people should care care Mm -hmm. and understand. Mm -hmm. Also, my brother went through the same exact thing. It was like, okay, move on. And it's like, how do you move on? Like, mm-hmm. you're a different person. Like, my yeah. brother still has, like... In what way? Um, Just with my brother, uh, he was... He had to learn how to, like, talk and do everything again. Okay. And I think when you go from being head of household... Right. And now you're... You can't even walk. Like, right. he had to learn everything again. I think it puts so much stress and change. But my brother now has become... Um, very forgetful. He has okay. not a lot of memory. Um, he has right. like long term memory. Yeah. Um, issues like there's so many things that he says that he doesn't even remember from like a kid and stuff, which uh-huh. is really sad. Yeah. So I think it's definitely changed him. Like yeah. I think he's grateful that he's alive, right. but I think that he um is angry that he doesn't. He can't he function can't. the way he used to. Right. So I think, and I think that put a lot of strain on his relationships. 100%. And I think they're finally getting around to making everything better. Yeah. But I think people that you're, you're surrounded with need to be a little more understanding, need mm-hmm. to um, have a little more compassion, have a little more patience. I mean, you had a TBI, that's a major thing, you know? Mm. So yeah, I think you maybe just tell your people, that are in your life to be patient. Yeah, like this you know? is who I am now. And listen, you could always get better. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? There's always room for improvement. You, like I've watched, I had a friend of mine's son years ago. He was 14, walking home from school, got hit by a car. Ugh. And he had a TBI. Same thing. I mean, he was in the hospital. They didn't even think he was going to survive. Oh, wow. But he did. And oh, wow. he's just now, I think he's 21. Okay. And... He can function, but he I don't think he'll ever be able to be a fully functioning adult on right. his own independently. Yeah. But watching him through the healing process, because she posts they post a lot and stuff, has just been like it's just made me realize a lot. What you know you have in this life. Right. We know that Zane, one of the kids that you and Zane went to school with, he was in a motor vehicle accident. Same thing. He had a traumatic brain injury. He had to relearn and do everything again too. So it's like I think people need to have a little more compassion with it. And I hope that for you. I hope that your people in your life warm up to the fact that they need to be more compassionate and a little more, um, have a little more patience. I mean, this just happened a year, a little over a year ago. Mm-hmm. People, you, you need to tell them to have patience with you. Mm-hmm. On this topic, I don't think you would know who she is, but Steph Pappas, have you seen what happened? No. I've been so distraught over it, honestly. Um, So she's a YouTuber. I love her videos. She does, like, say, like, a new thing comes out at Taco Bell. She'll, like, sit in her car and, like, you know, just, like, fun little videos and, like, try it out or whatever. Um, Similar relationship with her parents, like me. 
and my parents, like, just very close. They hang out all the time. Like, she lives close to them, whatever. And her parents were at her house, and a minute away from her house, he got hit by a drunk driver. It was him, the mother, and the dog in the car, and him and the dog died. 53 years old. They made videos together all the time. And now, all over social media, she's posting, like, videos with him. And, like, it's, like, literally the most, like, saddest thing ever because it just hits close to home. Like, she made videos with him. Like, young dad, they were so close. Like, it makes me think of my dad. I literally called my dad and I was like, you are not allowed to drive. Like, ever. Like, you can't drive anymore. It's like, the and she made, like, oh, the video of her crying on YouTube. And it's just, like, the saddest thing I've ever seen. And, like, her mom, like, in a miracle, survived it. Like, the car was coming at them. And her poor mother now also has to live with this. Like, the husband and the dog died. And he was like, I don't know, it just breaks my heart. It's like, why does it happen to, like, the best people? Like, he was, like, the sweetest man. Like, made videos with her. And they were, like, made TikToks together. And, like, he was such a sweet man. And she's 22. Like, he had so much more to see. Like, and it's not even, and this might sound like, I don't know how to put this in the nice way, but it's not like, I don't know, say somebody is dying from cancer months and months and months and you almost see it coming. This is like an unexpected tragedy and I feel like it almost can like hit even harder. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't want to sound like insensitive, but obviously both is awful. Right. But this is like, they just had dinner. He was like uh, bringing a tool over. Like it hits so close to home. Like he was like, they were eating dinner and he was like bringing her a tool to like fix something. And on the way home, like, oh, so now she has her, her, her brother and her mom. And I know like she loved her dog. She posted her dog all the time too. Like, it's just like the saddest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. And I like almost need to like mute her on social media because I can't even look at anything. That's like, so it literally breaks my sad. heart for her. I don't even know how she's posting anything at all. Like, literally, but I would want to die. Wow. Isn't that awful? <clears throat> That's horrible. Oh, like, when I saw that, I was like, why? To the best people. Like, her and her dad were, like, peas in a pod. Like, why does this happen to people like that? How is that yeah. fair? That's not fair from a fucking 27-year-old that got in his car because when he was drinking. Like, fuck you. Like, fuck you. Now this poor girl doesn't have her father. She's 22. I, um, that's very sad. I went to, Aaliyah's school did a thing for the Mothers Against Drunk Driving. And, yes. um, oh, in, remember the lady was talking about how the, the parents had just left her house yeah. and they got home and she put on the news and she sees this bad accident and she saw her mother's purse in the, yes. in the in the news footage and that's how she found out that both her parents were killed by a drunk driver and to me it's like i mean that's such a fucking senseless senseless act selfish like how fucking dare you but that's horrible i mean to be 22 and you know and like, I know you were saying, like, somebody with cancer and it's on and on and on. It's like, you know, like, maybe some people view this as a, like, um, like, yes, very tragic, but maybe he didn't suffer. Maybe it was, like, a quick thing because somebody who's dying Oh, yeah, he died cancer, on the scene. You know, mm-hmm. but maybe somebody who's dying for can- cancer for two years is, like, physically ill. Maybe yeah, it would be... Yeah, both are... 
extremely awful. I'm just saying like an unexpected like tragedy. He was a healthy guy. Nothing was wrong. He was just driving home. That's And because of somebody else's dumb fucking decision, this girl does not have her father and her, her poor mother does not have her husband. That's fucking terrible. I can't imagine. Oh, it makes I me angry. Imagine. I would want to find him and fucking can we, kill um, him. Can we just say, guys, please don't drink and drive. Don't it's not do just drugs about you. Drive, right? Don't be selfish. That's the worst time to be selfish. Call a cab. Call an Uber. Call a parent, a friend, a somebody. Don't go out drinking unless you have a designated fucking driver. Please, dude. It's not worth it. No. It's not at all. Pay the fucking $30 and get an Uber. That's crazy. Yeah. She said her, his last words were like, what the hell is this guy doing? Came right into them. Oh, it makes me, it makes my blood boil. Fucking assholes. I'm so sad for her. It's just so like relatable and like close to That's home. That's what it is. It's relatable. YouTuber, age, your Make videos with together, your dad. Yeah, like no. videos of him like smiling and laughing and making jokes together, like coming over to bring a tool him and being have dinner. sassy that you got paints on the damn fucking floor. Yeah, being floor. sassy. Yeah, <laughs> like. Uh, God. I hope she doesn't hold any sort of. If I didn't need that tool, he wouldn't have been there. Like, or if that he just be, left a few minutes after. That that's like. That's a hard thing to hold that. I hope that that's not something that she's going through, but I think that would be something that I would go through, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that would be, like, even my mother passing. I fought with my mother because I told her, just come to New York, like, get your treatment here. Yeah. And um, she winded up coming here for a while to recuperate from her surgery, but she's like, she felt she was a burden to me. Mm-hmm. She's like, I never want to do that to you. Mm-hmm. And... To this day, I'm. I wish things were different. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I would have insisted, and I don't know right. how I could have. Right. But tied her down to my bedpost. I don't know. You but, tried. You know, like, but I hold that on here on me like heavy. It's like if maybe she would have gotten the treatment taken yeah. care of here, she would still be alive today. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. I think. This poor girl must be feeling the same sort Don't of... Don't go look. Don't go look at this I stuff. can't because I'm already crying. Yeah, you can't. You can't. It's awful. It's it's awful. I'm very sorry for her. That's horrible. Oh, I feel so terrible. It's so sad. Yeah. I was going to say something from what you were just saying. Oh, I was just going to say I'm grateful that, like, our situation right now, like, nobody has to get on major highways also. That's a big plus. So at least I know he's safe. Leaving here. Also, I got into an accident a minute away from home. I'm like, it just, it happens. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm really sorry for her. And I, the whole day, I was just like so upset. I still, I think about it every day. I'm so sad for her. That's why we have to try to make every day our that. best oh. day. No, live life. Be grateful, yeah. having gratitude, making memories. That's mm-hmm. what all this is about, guys. That's what life is about. You know, fuck the little things mm-hmm. and just, yeah, make them memories. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Okay. Well, let's do one more email. Okay. I don't know what the next one is going to be, so sorry if we just really jump topics here. Okay. 
Hello, ladies. Just wanted to say I absolutely love this podcast and look forward to listening to it every week. At work, I usually catch myself laughing out loud and completely forgetting that I'm even working because the podcast is just that good. <laughs> Aww, thanks. Thank you. Hopefully you're not crying at work yeah. right now. <laughs> the reason I'm emailing today is because I could really use some advice on my in-laws. From where I'm from, not many people have good parents, and my fiancé is the exception. His parents have always treated me like part of their family since day one. They'd always joke about how if we were to ever break up, they'd really miss their son because I'm not allowed to leave them. (laughs) That's cute. (laughs) They let me move into their house just after my boyfriend and I had graduated in 2014, and that's when we became very close. I'd cook supper for everyone and help with housework and farm work instead of paying rent because they just really wanted the best for us and knew that we were saving to buy a house and they could help us in any way that that they could to achieve that. It's how I picture Jerry was hurt was for her kids based on what you've shared with us. You know, just actual genuine love. <laughs> I love never you, had Alyssa. Love you. <laughs> can't, so I cute. Can't. I never had this growing up as my parents were split up and my mom and stepdad were drunks and I was the adult for my four younger siblings. I didn't know that it wasn't normal to be the quote num- mother of your siblings until I met my boyfriend's family. I didn't know moms actually made lunches and got up with the kids to send them to school. I didn't know that moms were supposed to be someone you talk to instead of hide from. I didn't learn until I was 25 that my mom was not only an addict, but also a full-blown narcissist. But that's a story for another email. Let me know if you want to know, because that's fucking nuts what I had to deal with before I realized I didn't need to. Of course we want to know. Send it in. Anyway, so okay. You guys get, we are close with his parents. At this point, after moving in, we both got jobs and started to save for our first house. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia in February of 2017. It's a chronic pain disorder that caused a badly healed that caused by a badly healed injury or like in my case caused by trauma. I'd been in pain since I was nine years old and finally had a diagnosis. So I was relieved, but also learned about a lot about myself and how I was pushing myself to the absolute end. And I couldn't do that anymore. I quit my job and decided to be a full-time helper at home with my father-in-law working out of town and my mother-in-law appreciated my help and taught me so much during that time of my life and we got even more close. We'd always talk about, we'd always talk how excited she is to be a Nana and how she'll get her grandbaby's ponies and sheep and take them camping and stuff, you know, grandparent things. Wait, I have to get my grandkids ponies? Yeah, now this is expected. Take them camping, sheep, and ponies. (laughs) You must live in like the oh countryside or something. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, I wanted kids, but knew my mom wouldn't be supportive. So talking with my mother-in-law just reassured me that we would have the help if we needed once we did choose to have a baby. Then April 2017, I found out I'm pregnant. Uh, we immediately went to plan a to plan a big way to surprise his parents and left like a little scavenger hunt that was around the house that led up to a painted sign we made them that said only the best parents get promoted to grandparents. We all cried and celebrated as a family that night. Shortly after in June, I had a miscarriage and let's just say it nearly killed me. So I was not only depressed because of my fibro, I was physically incapable of moving afterwards. My mother-in-law would bring me food in bed and never nagged me about not being able to work, supported us in losing the baby, and so much more. It was hard, but we decided to try again, and we moved into our own house in May of 2019. And in August 2019, we had our beautiful rainbow baby, and all was right in the world. My in-laws were there almost the entire time, just watching us with the baby, taking pictures, bringing us food, and again, just being amazing parents. 
They had asked us our opinion on if they think that we, on if we think they should foster. And we said that it would be awesome as long as they never took a child who would be dangerous to our babies and other babies to come. What does that mean? Like, if you and Zane had babies and I foster a child, but yeah. if that child had issues. And, With other children. Right. Because okay. I, you wouldn't want to have your baby at Around my like house a kid if that's I reckless. had. Right. Okay. Understood. I was just like, what does that mean? Dangerous. Uh, they had asked us when we were very pregnant, so I hardly even remember the conversation. My daughter wasn't even a week old and they had a foster kid already. It was as if they forgot that we had a baby because they'd stopped coming around. They stopped texting us or planning anything. My daughter was a gift to us all. Not only a rainbow baby, but also the first baby girl in my fiance's family line in decades. Like she's a big deal. I understand the excitement of having a new child to look after and they can be very distracting. So we gave them the benefit of the doubt and just waited for them to come back around and want to do stuff as a family again. So now it's August 1st, 2022. My daughter's third birthday has come and gone, and we are still waiting for them to come around. We never had a weekend just as a family without the foster kids. They get respite care three days a month, so there's times that we could do that. We've never had Christmas mornings together, Easter egg hunts, birthday morning surprises, late night fathers on the farm, three-day weekend getaways to a cool attractions in our town, no ponies, no sheep, no random days of Nana, of visiting Nana's. I'm not saying that we haven't seen them because my fiance and I have made many plans and planned many parties and holiday feasts, but that's the only thing. That's the thing. It's only my fiance and I planning with them. They show up, but with kids that scream and lash out at my baby girl and my adopted nephew. Right now, they have kids that do things I can't even type out, not only for legal reasons, but because it's sickening. We've told them our reservations on having our kids around the fosters, and they are just brushing it off as if the fosters are healing right now, and it'll change. Every day I wake up, and I feel like I'm living in an alternate universe because the people we thought we'd have forever aren't with us or making my kids any type of priority in any way. I completely cut off my mom in February of 2021, so and so to be grieving another mother-daughter relationship is killing me. I mean, we were tight like you guys are. About four days ago, my fiance sent, finally sent a very long text message explaining exactly how we feel with the exact days that they made us our kids feel less than because they'll come over and explain all these grand things that they did with the foster kids. And my kids just look at me like, what about us, mama? We miss Nana and pops too. Let's just say it didn't go over well. My mother-in-law response to this very long message was, wow, um, okay. As if this is their first time hearing it. Basically, I'm wondering... What do you girls think that we should do? Continue to wait for them to want a relationship with our kids more than just service level? Move on and cut them off like every other toxic person in our family? Just ignore it? As what we've been doing is ignoring it, but now our daughter is old enough to speak more and understand and hurt from like, and hurt from this like our older nephew is, and I can't stand to see them hurting from missing the only grandparents they still kind of have. Forgot to mention that my daughter has low muscle tone, hypermobility, and sensory issues and is delayed in speech. She cannot and will not be around dangerous foster kids unless me or her father are around 100% of the time so they can't even babysit for us. Ugh, I'm just so lost and I feel more hopeless with each word that I type out. I'm sorry if this is confusing and long or if I missed out some part, but I'm just at my end. I'm trying to figure out what I did in life and result to my kids not having any grandparents or support at all. Thanks for reading my email. Peace and love to you both. 
Ouchie. Oh, and she put pictures so of the two of them. Oh. Oh my goodness. Oh, they do look like they have a great relationship. Look at you, girl. So sweet. Um, wow. What do you have to say about this? You know how many times ever and I have said, should we foster when the kids And now grow? she's and like, now it's like, absolutely not. <laughs> um, oh my God. See, I want to say like, uh, this is like a, like, I don't know what to say. Like, I, I want to like say like, wow, look at your parents taking in those troubled kids who really need that love and the teachings and the res. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, my God. But she forgot about her family. Her family. I mean, oh, my heart hurts for you. Hurts for you. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I honestly don't know either. I don't know what the solution to the situation is because you can't tell your in-laws what they can and can't do with, obviously they're doing a great thing. They're fostering children. That's a great thing for them to do. But at the same time, it's like, hey, I'm still here. Like, what about our great relationship? What about you coming over all the time? The kids miss you. Like, and I can't have my daughter around a child that's like being a wreck. What do you Um. do? Let me put myself in her situation. Um, I would sit down and talk to you about it. I'd be like, listen, Ma, like, we had such a great relationship. I understand you're trying to do a great thing, but you were over all the time. The kids love you hanging out, like bringing us dinner, like helping out and like having we had such a close bond. And now I feel like you're MIA and you know, my daughter you know, has some things that she can't be around these children that you're fostering. So it's like, where do, where do we go from here? Like, who do you put first? Mm. I don't know what the, what everything uh. that goes into fostering, like what is the process of fostering? Do you know? Cause it's not an adoption. It's not a permanent adoption. No, it's a lot of times it's, I don't want to say all the times, but a lot of times it's, um, Temporary, right. like there's a situation, whether it be parents died in a car wreck to parents of drug addicts to, you know, whatever. Like there's so many different things that make kids go into foster systems, but more times than not, they all, they, not all, sorry, more times than not, they have issues. Right. Because of like their shitty childhood, their trauma. whatever, they have trauma. So I've seen... Um, how they can act out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, m- my best friend, that's her mother her entire life. She's had 21 foster brothers and sisters in and out of her house, you know? And um, I, I know from her experience, she's told me there were times that she had people in that house that made her fear, be fearful. Oh. And... um. That mother, I mean, my friend's mother would be able to, I can't have this child in my care because it's making my other child. So I think that there's a fine line. I think like if your mother-in-law hears what you and, I mean, she had like a, oh, wow, okay. 
like kind of response was just kind of shitty. But maybe you guys can meet for lunch or coffee or whatever and just have that heartfelt, like Alyssa said, like, I miss us, my daughter misses you. And maybe the mom could not pick because you you have a choice. Like, you know, there's millions of kids in the foster system, you know, and maybe she, because I know I've thought about it because of being an empty nester and feeling like my purpose in life was always to help and raise children. And I just felt like I'd be good at it, but there's gotta be a, I don't want to fear or have my kids be fearful or, you know, stuff like that. So I would wonder if maybe she would compromise and maybe not get the most difficult children, the Mm -hmm. ones that have the most problems. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like if you're, just for example, like if you're looking for a house, right, you could put in what you really, really want. And I'm sure there's things like that that could kind of wind it down a little bit where she could say, I want a nonviolent or I want, you know, stuff like that. And see if that's something that they could be compromised on because it's a damn shame. I mean, the whole first half of this email was was beautiful. And then all of a sudden it's like, here come these foster kids who she literally said are doing things that she can't, she can't even type out. She can't even type out. And it's like, I understand, like, maybe that mom is thriving on the challenge of helping a kid in need. Not if it's danger to her her daughter-in-law's children, right. though, her grandchildren. That's I think that saying. if you There's even did, line. if you did do that, like, because they sound like they had a relationship like us, which is the saddest part. And I don't know why you, your son vented to her and she didn't understand that because it sounds like you guys had a great relationship and she would be like, you know what, you guys come first, I understand because in my opinion, you guys had such a great relationship. That's how she should have reacted. They had and matching shirts that says "drinking well, drinks well with others." That's adorable. That's so cute. <laughs> and I think that you know, relating it to me and Jerry. If I went to Jerry and I was like, "Listen, I understand you want to try to do something good, but this child is putting my children in harm's way, and I want to be around you." I think that you would be like, "You know what, Liz? You're right. You're right. Right. Like I'm trying to do a good thing, but maybe this isn't the right kid." Right. For our family. And it's and that's not okay. an adoption. And right. you hear pe- pe- people, excuse me, you hear people and you hear of stories that are like, I was in 17 different foster homes. Right. You have to find the right fit. And maybe this particular child or children aren't the right fit for your mom, your mother-in-law yeah. and the family. Because yeah. you want to have a foster child come in and you want it to... Bond with Bonds, right? Yeah. You want it to be part of the family and stuff yeah. like that. And it's like, if she's willing to sacrifice her blood over, yeah. you know, and not hearing out like how much Surprising. it means. Yeah, that is. Because she was so caring and yeah. moved you in at, in 2014. Let you guys stay there. Save up your money. Yeah. Like when you got sick, she was waiting hand and foot yeah. on you. Like, like it seems like. Maybe it needs to come from you instead of her son. And show her these pictures. Ma, I miss this. I mean, I don't know if you call her Ma, but yeah. I miss this. I miss us. My daughter misses you. You know, I, I, I love, I commend, I love, I love what you're doing. Right. Can you, can you go for a nonviolent or whatever the situation would be? Because we don't know, but can you? Meet us halfway. Yeah, it's like, I love what you're doing, but like, we come 
first in like the nicest way you know like don't forget about us like don't forget about your son and his children and your daughter-in-law you know i know (sighs) i think that yeah i think that you should have a sit-down conversation with her because and be like and don't approach it in, in an angry way approach it in a way of like what happened i miss you yeah and like yeah like maybe you can find a a different child in the foster care system that maybe fits our family a little bit better so that my children can be around you oh this is so i'm so sorry that this happened to you yeah that's rough it's rough because you tried to send a nice long text message and she just didn't understand that's what's tough and it's like damn the person i bonded with and had for so long you almost feel like they're gone it's like it's a different person it's like what happened Mm -hmm. wow well i wish you the best of luck let us know what happens please yeah Yeah, we love you so much and hope everything goes well and everything will work out in the end um well thank you all for listening next episode we're gonna do house q a so we asked you guys on instagram um any questions you may have advice you may have for any type of home buying process and we have some emails that you guys sent in as well so that'll be fun next time Uh, If you want to rate us five stars on Spotify, it means the world to us. It helps our show. Go ahead and do so. It takes literally two seconds. You don't have to type anything at all. You just hit the stars and it really helps us out. If you also want to get our episodes early and not have to listen to advertisements, you can click the link down below. It's $2.99 a month. And yeah, it helps us out. So thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you have a great rest of your week and we will talk to you all on Thursday. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye.